Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome to Trickeration, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome back to the Trickeration Podcast, the number one podcast about deception in sports. Honest conversations about dishonest acts is what we're all about here. I'm your host, Matt, bringing you your weekly dose of sports nonsense, deep dives into acts of cheating, scheming, pranking, hoaxing, scamming. If it's not allowed in the rule books, we're here to cover it. And this week's conversation certainly fits the bill, a story of a regular college student just trying to score a touchdown. All right, on to the show. So people asked me, did I think I was going to get away without being caught? And I was like, no, of course not. I knew I was going to get caught. And I kept getting asked the question by various police officers like, yeah, was it worth it? You spend the night in jail. It didn't really sink in. I was just kind of smiling ear to ear. This is Jace Lanecow. A decade ago, Jace pulled off one of the greatest streaks in college football history. So it was my senior year of college at the University of Arizona. It was fall semester of 2011. I'm like, you know what? I'm this little blip on the radar of the 40,000 students that are here, but let me do this senior prank just to do something memorable, you know, just something I could be like, yeah, I did this this one time. After consulting the schedule, Jace circled a nationally televised night game on ESPN between the Arizona Wildcats and the UCLA Bruins. My intention was to get the football and strip down and be able to score a touchdown. Anytime you see anybody run on the field for any nationally televised game, the camera's immediately off of them. You know, they don't want to condone that sort of thing. You don't even know what's going on as a, as a spectator watching the game. So my intention was to just have the camera on me while I was streaking. Once I came up with this idea, I was like, I think I could do this. Jace's plan was to dress up as a referee, run onto the field, and stop the game. He would then grab the ball and make a mad dash for the end zone while removing all of his clothes. That's what I came up with. Football season kicks off pretty soon after the semester starts. Honestly, the first five home games or so was like recon. So every game is kind of piecing together, you know, how I'd get on the field. When I started college, my first major was sports medicine. So I just knew the outfit that they're wearing on the field. Khaki shorts, uh, UV polo, either red or blue. 
and then Nike shoes because they're sponsored by Nike. But don't you need some sort of official pass to get access to the field? So I had a pass that I had made up on the computer. So I kind of drew up this pass that I made on Microsoft Paint. It was red and blue. It had the UVA A on it. There were some like mumbly numbers on the bottom of it, you know, decimal points and all this stuff. And then I went to FedEx Kinko's and had it laminated. And I was like, I think this will do. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to need to look a little bit more official here. So I went to Goodwill and I was looking for a walkie-talkie just because I figured as I'm walking by security, if I have a walkie-talkie and I'm really into the conversation on the walkie-talkie, then you know they're going to leave me alone. And where do you even get a referee's outfit? I actually got that from a thrift shop. It was around Halloween time, so it was pretty easy to find. I had photos of the collegiate attire because that's different than the NFL refs. So I'd find some stuff and I'd kind of look at the photos and no, that's, that's not quite it. So yeah, I found one that was pretty close, made a couple additions to it, you know, added a patch here and there, painted some stuff on the hat. Yeah, it was, it was pretty well thought out. I wish I could apply that to other aspects of my life. October 20th, 2011, the day of the game. When I woke up that morning, it was like, all right, just get everything in order. Make sure you have everything ready to go. Everyone's doing their, you know, beer pong and drinking and stuff. And I'm sitting there. Um, getting my outfit ready, drinking a Red Bull, and it was all business. Before he heads to the game, there was one final touch Jason had to do. I went and got a spray tan because I had to look my best on camera. Game time is 6 p.m., and Jace is accompanied by accomplices to film the game and provide support. I just had my brother and another friend come with me. I do remember walking up to the stadium and you could hear the roar of the crowd that was already in there. That's when it really hit me. We went up to our assigned seating section and I had no idea exactly when I was going to make my way to the field. There's kickoff. Two minutes go by, five minutes go by, ten minutes go by, and I'm just like, all right, when am I going to do this? The first quarter ends and Jace makes his way down to the student section. And, uh... From there, there's just a ramp down to the field, but there's security standing right there. And again, I was sort of getting that cold feet mentality where I'm like, just frozen to the ground. And um, <laughs> then I walk down the ramp, walk right in front of the security guard on the walkie-talkie, pretending like, yeah, yeah, I'll be right there. Okay, yeah, the need more Gatorade? Yeah, I got it. And there was no hold up there at all. Once I felt the turf under my feet, I was like, okay, I'm going to be lost in, in the crowd now. If you're watching a football game, there are 52 players on the sideline, and then there are countless other trainers. Once I made it into that jumble of people, I knew I was set. So once I got down there, it sort of popped in my mind to not do it while Arizona had the ball. It just seemed like that could be a momentum swing. So I wanted to do it while UCLA had the ball. And there had to be this perfect time where I was going to make my move, and it seemed to never come. That perfect time came with four seconds left in the first half. With the ball at their own 43, UCLA calls a timeout. So it was like, okay, now is the time. Like Clark Kent going into a phone booth, Jace ducks behind the Wildcats bench and quickly removes his athletic trainer disguise, revealing a full referee's outfit. He throws on a black hat to punctuate the look. Just above him in the stands, Jace's brother captures the stunt on his iPhone. Once I was all wrapped up, had the whistle in the mouth, I had to kind of weave in and out of people to get in there. The UCLA quarterback, Kevin Prince, drops back to pass. And uh, I start blowing the whistle. 
So I did the tweet, 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 tweet to stop the play, waved my arms over my head. All 22 players on the field stop in their tracks. Once the play is stopped, there's a certain umpire that comes up and actually gets the ball from the quarterback. And so I run up to him trying to get the ball. And what do you say to the ref there? Um, I just remember saying ball, 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 ball. And he's like, what are you doing? Like, no, this is my job. And then he kind of looked me up and down and he shouts, get out of here. And that's when I knew the jig was up. On the ESPN broadcast, you can see Jace tear off, making a beeline for the end zone. His pants and shirt rip off easily, revealing a white Speedo underneath. I had cut up the legs and up the arm and the side of the whole red outfit and then just loosely stitched it back together with like, you know, maybe five stitches for the whole shirt. Written on his back in large black letters is a message. It was my Twitter handle, which I don't even use Twitter and I didn't then, but someone was like, oh, you should put who is Jason. It'll be like a, like a hashtag that might go viral. So that's what I had. I had at who is Jason that, that someone wrote in Sharpie. And what was it like when you were finally streaking down the field after all this planning? It was just kind of a, you know, for lack of a better word, like surreal moment. Just because it was like, I had thought about this for so long. I'm actually like sprinting down the field right now. And yeah, I was kind of in just in my own little world at that moment. Piercing Jace's serenity is a blindside hit from a police officer. Two other officers pile on and subdue Jace, pressing his face into the turf. I got tackled wearing the Speedo. So I was face down, getting cuffed. So I see the student section going nuts. And then I hear it get even louder. And I see everyone's looking to the left. And I had no idea like what was going on at that point. As the referees huddle to sort out the aborted play, the unsupervised players start trash-talking. Jawing turns into pushing, and before you know it, both benches storm onto the field. There are over 100 players and personnel in a massive brawl between the two teams. Says the ESPN announcer, mayhem has broken out at the end of the first half. But Jace had more pressing concerns. For a brief moment, when my hands were behind my back and they picked me up, I was like, oh God, like I can't move my hands to the front to adjust myself if I need to. That was my first thought when I got up. So I looked down really quick and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm not poking out anywhere. Jace is removed from the field, past the halftime performers, and into the tunnel as the crowd goes wild. And so there were a bunch of cops around there and they seemed pretty ticked off at me just because. I had interrupted the game. Once they realized you know, I wasn't drunk and belligerent, they relaxed quite a bit. Jace is tossed in a paddy wagon and shuttled to the local jail. I'd never been in any trouble before with the law. So I was just along for the ride at that point. I'm like, oh cool, I'm getting fingerprinted. Oh, wow, mugshot. With booking complete, he's tossed in a cell with 20 other people. So I was in this large holding pen. I overheard one of the corrections officers talking to a group of other corrections officers. And he's like, yeah, this guy just ran out there and like ripped off his clothes. And I'm like, uh, excuse me, officer, 
officer. And they all look over at me and they just kind of give me this like, like, what the hell do you want? And I was like, that was me. And they all immediately kind of walk over and they're like, wait, no way, that was you? And uh, their demeanor totally changed. And it was a weird, a weird moment because obviously everyone else that's sitting in my situation is having a bad night. But I was just kind of smiling ear to ear. And how did you pass the time when you were in jail? They had a TV there, maybe like a 24-inch screen sitting on wheels. And I see that it's on ESPN. And I saw that there was a promo that the UCLA game was coming on at midnight. And I was like, no way, it's so cool. I'm about to be watching the game right now. And I'm waiting for the moment. And yeah, I see myself run out. And you know, I had no idea what it was going to look like on the actual ESPN broadcast. And it was quick. You know, I, I run out and I'm off. And I guess that's, that was good enough. And did you have any sense of what you were in for when you were in jail? I did not know how long I'd be there. I figured overnight. So yeah, I slept on my shoe and got out like eight in the morning. So my friend picks me up and I get in. So she just hands me her phone and she's like, just scroll. And so I just start scrolling her Facebook. Every single post was like about the streaker. And then I walked through the front door of my house and my roommates were watching ESPN. And it was me on the TV. It was kind of a whirlwind right off the get-go. I did an interview with the local news and different outlets. Jimmy Kimmel Live reached out like two days afterwards. And um, I did an interview with him. So that was that was a pretty cool part that I'll always be able to have and show people. Unlike Kimmel, the Arizona PD was not amused by the stunt. They threw the book at Jace, charging him with a class six felony for criminal impersonation. Like I said, I had never been in trouble before. It didn't really sink in or what kind of ramifications that could have. And I was just like, oh yeah, whatever. And now looking back, it still is pretty nuts that that was the first charge that I had right off the bat was a class six felony for criminal impersonation for running on the field. And how did your parents react to this whole thing? My mom did not talk to me for at least a week. And she's the best, most loving mother in the world. That was a huge shock to me that she wouldn't even answer or return my call. Meanwhile, my dad is telling me about you know, how this could affect my future and that I need to apologize to the dean to be able to graduate. And then at the end of the conversation, he's like, uh, don't tell your mom this, but I thought that was really funny. And what about the school administration? How were they handling all of this? I started getting wind from different people that the university might not let me even graduate. So I took the advice of my dad and I sent the dean an email kind of detailing my apology. And that wasn't my intention to get like, this national attention. And I checked my email every day and never received anything at all. I just figured, all right, they have swept it under the rug, I guess. Six weeks later, I got a reply to that email. So Jace, if you would please meet me in this building at this time. And that was it. I had no idea what to think going into this meeting. So I um, get a nice dress shirt on, go to this meeting. So I walk in and she's sitting there at the desk and she says, can you please close the door behind you? And she has this stern face and I'm like, oh no, this is not good. So I close the door and she's like, go ahead and take a seat. And she's sitting behind her desk this whole time. So I take a seat and she is looking at a computer screen and she slowly swivels it around and it was the YouTube video paused. It says, now that the door is closed, I can tell you that this was funny. 
I'm going to let you graduate. And at that moment, just all the relief in the world washed right over me. In the end, Jace's felony charge was knocked down to misdemeanor trespassing. And these days, Jace works for the University of Arizona as a wildlife biologist living in Tucson. Even nearly 10 years later, I'll meet someone here in town and then they'll find out that I was the guy who ran on the field. And uh, then they start saying, oh my gosh, I was at that game or I watched that game. They have, you know, 100 questions onto exactly, you know, how I did it, why I did it. It turned out in the end to just be something that I could have for myself. I wasn't trying to go viral or, or anything like that. It was just for the story. It's a story that I can tell again and again. And that was the point of it, was to, to have the story that I'd be able to tell. And I'm always going to have that. All right, that is it for today. Thank you to Jace for sharing his story. Hope you were inspired and enjoyed the story. And a thanks to all the listeners. If you're liking the show, please take a minute to rate and review on iTunes. And as we do every week, we check in with the legend, Chris Mad Dog Russo. Chris, how'd we do this week? Maddie, good job. Keep up the good work, pal. Thanks, Chris. All right. Talk to you guys next week. Trickeration is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.